Richard Chase now is doing uh, things with small animals, animals and birds, you know, killing them, drinking their blood. He needed extensive care. He was not receiving as much care as he should have gotten. Right, and we're back with 109 Ocean Avenue. Yeah, and I've, as you can tell from the clip you've just heard, we are doing Richard, the Vampire of Sacramento, Trenton Chase. <laughs> the most... yeah, well... oh, sorry. No. We've had a fairly sort of peaceful few podcast releases. Yeah, right now there's nothing, nothing much has gone on. It's been nice and calm. We've we've learned about sound signs. We've we've found Bigfoot. We've discovered how you can get probed and like jerked off by an alien yeah so now we're gonna we thought we'd come and bring you down just to the, to the horrible depths of despair <laughs> for about three in a row we're gonna go for oh yeah we're, we're, trilogy we're, of trilogy of vampires yeah real life vampires yeah we're kicking it off with richard chase six known victims and only a month-long killing spree it was well it was like three days wasn't it, was it? yeah he was well yeah three two, separate three separate days little over a month but he was a. Uh, he was well. He was fucking crazy. He was severe, severely, severely ill. Yeah, like, so far gone. Yeah, like this. It was not the nature or nurture. It was like no, this guy just had severe schizophrenia. <laughs> Born on the twenty third of May in nineteen fifty in Sacramento, California, as a child, he was known for setting fires, wetting the bed, and torturing animals, showing all the signs of the McDonald Triad which was laid out by psychiatrist J.M. MacDonald in a 1963 paper. He also had incredibly abusive parents and regularly beaten by his father, which was said to be a contributing factor to his early behavioural problems. Well, that's what his defence team, I believe, said was to do with his behavioural problems. But he was being hit as much as every kid was being hit in the in the 50s they just had this whole family was just a very conservative irish catholic family and it was that whole we don't have any problems the outside world any of our actual issues we'll just keep push those down (laughs) and keep those quiet beat our children oh yeah there's heavily there was definitely he was being hit i'm not saying he wasn't being hit but i'm sure it was the normal amount of hitting (laughs) the 1950s then as he grew up, this all transitioned into drinking and drug abuse, which you'd kind of expect from that sort of stuff. Oh, yeah, I he guess. was a big fan of the acid and the speed. Acid, speed, and marijuana, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, oh, the, the holy triad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which caused him to be in and out of mental institutions for most of his life due to an onset of hypochondria. Yeah, well, I think there's among others. <laughs> yeah. I've got to, he was arrested once in 1971 for possession of marijuana. Uh, I'm yeah. sure there was plenty. Oh of yeah, other well times. he was he was actually that's how he was like come on to say that he didn't really have any close connections with people, but his only real connections he had at high school, especially for like, the later stages of high school, because he was like a small time drug dealer. So that's why that's why he had all the acid and and weed and and people around him because. It's the 70s. You're globbing onto the person selling the drugs. <laughs> he's your best friend. Well, no. He's the person who implicates himself and puts him into your group of friends. <laughs> he was unable to maintain any real friendships and relationships. So it was very much... 
Oh, what, no one wanted to be around the crazy guy? With no, who? I don't think so. It was like, he's just killing animals. It's just... But he couldn't hold any relationship down with women either, partially because of his behaviour, but also he was impotent. Yeah, and I wonder how much he could like just push back this, like, you crazy hippie Richie. <laughs> There's that, then, but as soon as it was like, no, go. And then they're like, no, this is really over. <laughs> I really want to hope it was more than his behaviour. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> but, I mean, he did try to get help for his impotence at one point. Where he went to visit a psychi- psychiatrist. But they were said it they couldn't help him. It was yes, but due to his severe mental disorders yes, and repressed because anger. He, he went there and said, I'm low on blood. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was like, oh, he found out in biology class that when you get hard, you, your penis fills with blood. So he was like, oh, I'm low on blood. What I need to do now is get some blood. Who'd have thought we'd have been given a free sex ed class in the middle of this one? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, <laughs> when, when a man loves a woman, very, or a man, or a person, or a non-binary. Or two women, or two whatever. Or, or sometimes a vegetable. Or sometimes just the act of killing. <laughs> Which it what it was in this case. <laughs> well, it wasn't really the act of killing. It was the more the dead thing. I think he was, he was turned on by the, mm, the yeah, thrill. I don't know if there is much a thrill, thrill as but... much as he's an demented person being like, if I just, uh, just top myself up on a bit more blood. <laughs> I'm running it just a, just a wee bit short. <laughs> I love some of the other things that he... He believed as well, like the fact that he, he thought he was low on vitamin C, so he would hold oranges up against his head, believing uh, he would absorb the nutrients <laughs> just by having it but next to him. <laughs> it was actually even better. One time, he fully got orange slices and wrapped his head in cling film around it. <laughs> so they were just holding him there in place. <laughs> but yeah, we're laughing now. It's, a, it's about <laughs> to turn really dark. <laughs> He also believed the bones in his skull had become detached and were freely moving around his head, so he shaved his head so then he could monitor the situation better. Well, I think that's his real, his first smart move. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, he was saying that uh, how he got his start getting his, when he found out he was impotent, he was then, that's when he started experimenting with, like, with the whole, I need blood. So he first took a cat from his then girlfriend's house and then, like, shot it, ripped its head off, did the old, chugged it on down. And after that point, that's when the cat mutilation, like, really, like, started kicked off. Because the mum, his mum found, like, a dead cat in, like, one of the planters. And also, they went back and interviewed a neighbour. And she remembered that surprisingly high amount of number of cats went missing around then. <laughs> uh, yeah, he also um said that his pulmonary artery had been <laughs> stolen and that his uh, blood was being turned into powders well and let's say it was by the Nazis <laughs> he was trying to turn by his... Nazis and UFOs yeah <laughs> those aliens are coming for him so... Hitler did go to the moon <laughs> and he's coming back <laughs> so after high school he spent a year living with his grandmother where he was actually um driving the special education bus <laughs> so that's the most terror because he's He's, this is when he's at his quote-unquote most normal, even though he's still wrapping around his head with yeah. <laughs> like orange slices and being like, yeah, let's party. Just driving those 
how terrifying he's just driving these poor disabled kids around <laughs> but yeah he did that for a year and then he moved into apartment with uh, two girls he knew from high school because that's what the connection of selling drugs will do for you at the start so oddly enough chase was a less than ideal roommate he was high on acid most of the time and would constantly walk around naked and due to the copious amounts of acid he was taking, he was undoubtedly continuously dripping with sweat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because if acid makes you do anything, it will make you sweat. <laughs> like, no one's watching. <laughs> like, no one should be watching. And of course, he's also continuously ranting about blood. <laughs> uh, he also refused to bathe in any way, like, for the whole time, like, the girls were there. And also, I think one of the funniest stories of him being there is one of the girls' boyfriends band would practice in the apartment. And then he would come in with bongos and, like, try and play <laughs> along with them. He's going to be so out of time. Oh, yeah, he must be on his own world. Like, yeah, bongos. <laughs> Slapping on his little bongos. Uh, but after a particularly terrifying incident where Chase just boarded himself up in his room for days, the girls were like, this is our chance and just fucking abandon the apartment there with no looking back. Which You can't at that point. You've just got to go. You've which got to run. they really made the right decision. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, because I can't imagine seeing Chase, but obviously it was a quick descent into complete fucking madness. So after they left, Chase finally had his own little slice of heaven. It was at this time his hobbies became more extreme. He had no one effectively monitoring him anymore. So what he would do is he was take, he would, go cycle down to the local the local rabbit farm that there was around in Sacramento and then just started buying bunnies by the cage load I can imagine and then of course he just would take them back to his house and then he would either eat them raw drink the blood or mix them both together in a blender and apparently he also put like coca-cola or other sodas in there and I've got to ask Jack so you've got your raw rabbit blend. Yep. What what's what's your drink of preference to go in there? I don't know. I'd I'd like seven up if I wanted it, you know, a bit plainer. No, no plainer. I don't I don't want that much taste added to it. I just want a bit of you know <laughs> You don't want to mask the raw rabbit. Yeah, if I just I want straight raw rabbit, then I'm going okay. seven up. Want a bit spice, I think I'm either gonna go Lilt or Vimto. What I'm feeling I would do is go a half and half of port and Cointreau. <laughs> You've got alcoholic with it. I'm turning it into a cocktail. <laughs> what, like a Bloody Mary? Well, yeah, because they know the rabbits might, might go well with the port. It's more of a duck port thing. But anyway, I can imagine the gaminess of the rabbit <laughs> with the sharpness and the bitterness of the Cointreau really washing it down. Let's make it smooth. Oh. <laughs> How good was the blender, though? I want to hope really good. Because throughout this, is it the same blender? Because don't worry, he continues to use this blender. Oh, this is well, a well-used blender, if it is. I want By the end. I hope he bought it like on a TV ad for that. He's just there <laughs> late at night dripping on acid. And he was like, wow, that really does blend everything. Like, well, if you bought it on a TV advert, though, he's going to have like four different blending attachments. Oh, my God. With it. And he's going to have so many of the blenders. Yeah. Because if you buy that one for nineteen ninety nine, you get three in a free. seconds <laughs> and, and a cookbook. <laughs> Probably came with like a water bottle 
Forries. Oh, one of those little, yeah. <laughs> little hold. I can't do. Yeah, describe. Do complete hand gestures to yes. describe the water bowl. That's what people need. <laughs> so, uh, after the, the whole blood thing, he was like, still not getting hard. So he's like, all this blood thing doesn't seem drinking doesn't seem to be like helping me that much. So then, what I decided to do was to start injecting himself with uh, rabbit blood. Then, after getting particularly sick from what he thought was food poisoning from eating a bad rabbit he injected himself oh because he thought the rabbit had eaten a battery so the battery had seeped into him so he's like i need more blood so he injected a load of more rabbit blood into himself and it was that point when his dad came over to see him and he was like what's with all the rabbits and he's like i'm really ill so they took him to the emergency room and turns out he had blood poisoning no shit I mean, I don't know how he could have possibly, but yeah, he had blood poisoning. See, my favourite thing that went through my head when I was reading this was that he's just, he's trying to either wet his now powdered blood that the Nazis have given him, or he's trying to inject more to replace all that powdered blood. Because, oh yeah, because powdered blood takes up a lot less space. That, yeah, it's just there. It's so not doing it. It's t- tell you where it doesn't go. It doesn't go to your dick. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> not. It definitely doesn't go to your pulmonary artery if that's been stolen. No, well, he hasn't got one. It can't. It can't go there. So uh, after going to the ER with his dad and saying, "I've got, I've got food poisoning," and then they're like, "Nope, you've got, you've got blood poisoning," they finally were like, "You know what, Richie? You've been saying you've had bones growing out the back of your head. That your stomach's been turned the wrong side round. That your your blood's all been turned into powder. That the Nazis and the UFOs are coming for you." Why have you got those oranges around your head? Yeah, he was like, well, the vitamin C benefits are unknown. So it's finally time to stick him into a, a secure psychiatric facility. And they do. And then the next day he runs out the front door. <laughs> so they're like, hang on, we'll go a bit higher. <laughs> they lock him in the next one. And then uh, he's, uh, he's, he's having um, a bad time, really, in the next one. He's just walking around. Again, just talking about blood. He's talking about nothing else than blood. And then uh, starts a load of the patients in the hospital start referring to him as Dracula. Well, it was the patients and the nurses started recalling. Yeah, well, for one, because he uh, was always talking about blood. And for another one, uh, a pa- as there, sorry. And for another reason, a staff member found him smeared in blood and feathers. And he asked, what's going on? To which Richard replies that he cut himself shaving. <laughs> so then when they go into the room, they found out he'd been catching birds from his... Oh. Am I dead? <laughs> he'd been catching birds from his window of his room, then breaking off their heads and then drinking the blood. So that's what led him to have the name Dracula. Yeah. I think well deserved. Foreshadowing. Yeah. And uh, so after this whole incident... They got him on some more stringent meds. <laughs> and despite everyone in the hospital protesting, apart from the do- his doctor, he was released into the care of his mum. But his mum was kicking up quite a lot of fuss. Yeah, she but- like from the further on, it seems like she'd be the type. Yeah, yeah, she was like really kicking up because, again, it's that Catholic family. It's that they don't want to admit there's these problems and having your son in the psychiatric unit is definitely saying there's a problem to it's the world. It's not going to go down in the Chip Welton Church. No, it's, and it's all the people in Sacramento. I don't know what the people of Sacramento are like, but it was very much... His name is Richard Trenton Chase. They're very much a like middle-class, like all-American family. Um, Yeah, but after... So he went back to live with his uh, mum 
who did the the world's best thing in, for him. The only thing a mother could do. Is she weaned him off his medication because she thought it made him like a zombie. And he didn't need to be on it. No, because he's not a crazy person or anything. And um, then after a while, of she was kind of bored with dealing with crazy, sweaty Chase. So um, him and his dad paid for him to get his own apartment. But wasn't this also, or was this when he first moved out? That he moved out because he thought his mother was poisoning him as well. Oh, shit, yes. Also, because after she started taking him off the medication, he then became paranoid again and thought she was poisoning him. So it doesn't make any sense because she's not forcing him to take any medicine. No, she's doing the reverse. Yeah. But I want to know what she wanted back from him because she was like, oh, he's just a zombie now. Like, <laughs> he's he's killing all these animals. Yeah. So um, they, uh, they send him back to his apartment and... Uh, yeah, all is quote-unquote well, apart from the fact that he's now started to buy guns. <laughs> yeah. But it's America, it's free, it's fine. Yeah, and he hasn't got all that psychological like issues and been yep. checked in for killing all these animals and injecting himself with blood and continuously talking about how he needs more blood. I think he can definitely have a gun. He could have a gun now. I don't think the laws have changed that much. I, d- I don't think they have, no. Which is alarming really but whatever in 1977 chase was found in a field laying near lake tahoe in nevada naked and covered in blood with additional buckets of blood in the trunk of his car he was i think it was was it like there was also it a, wasn't real it wasn't not real there was also a, uh there was also a liver in the car and the thing that you didn't ask when the tribal police came up yeah, to it was him, tribal police wasn't and, it? yeah and when they came up to him and they were like what's with all the blood he just went it seeped from me. <laughs> so, but he is like covered in blood. It's like all in his ears and shit. Like, and also he's is not it... just on a field. He's on a rock because they found his ranchero parked there. They saw all the blood inside and all the guns. And then they looked over. I like to think they looked over and he's perfectly, the moon's perfectly behind him on the rock. <laughs> and he's there like, ah! <laughs> But yeah, he's like, is it curry the horror film yes yeah, that's what it is isn't <laughs> yeah it? That's pretty but much except it's carried poured it in her ears <laughs> and up her nose yeah well they, they inspected the blood and found it was just cow's blood yeah not human so. and i mean and then they of course after doing that, they just were like well off you go <laughs> you're good to go <laughs> everything seems normal here <laughs> Sorry to disturb your lovely afternoon. I was like, well, because yeah, I, I know you're definitely thinking he's on drugs because he's a weird dude. In the, I don't think he is at this point. But no, he's not on drugs. But there's no way he doesn't look like he's on drugs. <laughs> he look, must look fucking crazy. He's covered in blood. Yeah, why would you let him get back in the car? You'd arrest him and... Oh, yeah, you'd drive. You're like, you cannot drive. You're clearly not sane enough to get well, in no, the car. Well, no, they must have towed his car as well. And then like, well... Have your car and all, all your blood, sir. Have a good day. <laughs> Before this incident, though, Chase went to visit his mother, and when she answered the door to him, he thrust a dead cat into her face before throwing it on the ground, ripping its stomach open with his bare hands and smearing its blood all over his face while screaming at his mother, at which point she just calmly closed the door and went back inside. Yeah. Just left him. Left him again. To scream at the door. But that's the thing, though. After doing that, he then does it again. He then get Because after the, like, the Tahoe thing, he comes back, 
And he's like, I'm actually doing a lot better. I'm feeling better myself. Maybe I might actually go out and look for some work and stuff like that. Because he's like had a shave and stuff like that. I can only imagine he's normal kind of quote unquote to his parents. Yeah. And then he's still buying lo- shitloads of ammo and stuff at this stage. Because he's getting ready for what's about to happen. But then, because before the what's about to happen, he then kills another cat in front of her. And then she's like, you can't come here. You can't come here for Christmas now. <laughs> I mean, his actions are justified. Mike. Yeah. You can't turn your son away at Christmas. Well, no, no. He killed the cat. Then she was like, you can't come to Christmas. <laughs> Get out of here. Why didn't she go and report them to the police then and go, well, oh, well, listen, my son's not doing so good. Who knows? He's killed two cats in front of me. And I've just told him he can't spend. Well, no, Christmas he's day. done more than that. He's been all oh. the whole time for his whole child. He's been doing it. Yeah, but you you, do, you want to play it down as a mother. You don't want to <laughs> play it down. So he's killed. Look, he's have there been cats? Sure. Are they all dead? Yes. <laughs> Are we going to talk about the rabbits? No. No. The, the <laughs> <laughs> How many rabbits must there have been? Oh, there must have been so many. But it was. Five months after the cow's blood incident, that things started to take a severe turn. Yeah, I think that's a good term for it. And on December 29th, after spending Christmas alone in 1977, (laughs) if only his mother had let him in, Chase opened fire on Ambrose Griffin, a 51-year-old father of two in a drive, drive-by shooting style, and killed him while he was helping his wife bring groceries into their home. Police actually seized the neighbor's 22-gauge rifle, but deemed that it wasn't the exact murder <laughs> That's weapon. That's the problem. That Everyone's got 22s. <laughs> yeah. Everyone has 22s in the 70s, the apparently, in Sacramento. Because <laughs> like, neighbours heard the shots and they said, literally, they thought it was kids taking, like, shooting out street yeah. lights. Yes, yeah, so they they seized the neighbour's weapon, which was a 22-gauge rifle, and they said it was right gauge, but wrong wrong weapon. But they did conclude that it was, the weapon used was a the same 22-gauge gun that was used in a similar shooting a few days earlier um, which the bullet went through the window through the kitchen it's just fucking insane skimmed a woman's head there was yeah that's just imagine just being in your house like do do I don't know what the woman was doing in the 70s but she's chilling out maybe having a glass of wine and, so, and they're like oh my hair's a bit hot <laughs> there was also a kid that saw so I actually gave the, one of the first like descriptions of the like skinny, pale guy in with a long, shabby hair and the mustache yeah. in a bright orange fucking snow coat. <laughs> <laughs> the least consp- like ah, the most conspicuous man is the least. <laughs> Just shooting out of his window. Yeah, well, all leads dried up after that. There was there was no lead further leads on anything. Yeah, because it was just cases. a random. There was no, yeah, no was, one. You couldn't link it to anything or anything else. And then uh, steady decline. <laughs> oh yeah, this, this, <laughs> this one's about to 
get real rough. <laughs> and the one after. Oh, it's going to get even rougher. <laughs> With the second murder, things progressed a little more. And it was just under a month later. It was quite. It was quite a diff- this was the biggest time difference between the two. Yeah, this was a... Uh, yeah, he was he ramped up. He killed his first one. Well, he, I don't know if he knew he killed his first one. No, he probably, shot, yeah, probably just shot out, just... bang, because he's shooting every everyone everywhere. And yeah, so this is his first real trying into the real world of killing. <laughs> he first attacked a neighbor for a packet of cigarettes. Reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chase then attempted to enter a home of a woman, but since her doors were locked, he went on later to say that he took it as a sign that he wasn't welcome in that house because the doors were locked. But he would go and try other doors, and if they were open, he could go free in. Free game. But also, the woman saw him trying to get into her yeah. house. Because how fucking... We'll put photos of him. And he's just got his orange, bright orange like coat on, his dead, dead, skinny, sallow-eyed face. Just imagine him there like, at the door, <laughs> just trying, trying turning and in. turning. After walking away from that house, he broke into the home of a young couple, stole some of their va- valuables, then urinated in a drawer and defecated on their son's bed. As the <laughs> Not fam- their son, their infant child. Yeah. It was a baby's crib. <laughs> As the family returned home, the husband attacked Chase, but Chase managed, managed to get away and then continued again looking for more houses yeah. to well, go into. And then after, after leaving the house and then being chased out he went to the town and country village shopping center which i take great umbrage with that name because it's town country and village (laughs) pick one (laughs) like you pick a fucking lane uh where he recognized nancy holden who was a girl he went to high school with and as he just walked up to her and then like blurted out were you on the motorcycle when kirk was killed uh nancy was uh startled by this fucking lunatic running up to her i wonder why uh because 10 years ago she dated a guy called kurt who uh, died in a motorcycle accident uh, she kind of recognized him but she was, didn't really know who it who he was so she asked him who the hell are you and he was like i'm rick chase and uh she then like later said in police interviews that he she noticed blood on he might have had blood on his jacket then but he definitely had something on his hands as well uh, but then after that, she uh, he was then asked if he could get a ride, and she uh, noped the fuck out, ran to her car, locked the doors, and like sped off as he was just trying to get in the <laughs> yeah. fucking passenger seat. That happened to one of my mates once. He was in a petrol station. He just filled up, and he'd gone back to his car, and someone was like trying to get into oh, his car while he was getting fucking in. Fucking horrible! What did he do? Did she like? Did the guy look at him or anything? He just like got in the car and just fucking drove off i think i've done one of the worst things ever to someone was where in college we were trying to get a get back of my mate scare my mate alid for something and then we saw his car driving up and what me and my mate had were like what we'll do is we'll go hide and we'll run up to his car like we're trying to mug him and carjack him we're like this is gonna be fucking hysterical you see his car coming up we're hiding there pulls up to the light and we just run at this car like he and he's like big and i'm not really that intimidating but i can got the crazy eye about me and then i'm trying to get in this car and then we do it then we look in the car and it's like this 40 year old woman and and we're like oh and then we're like holy fucking shit 
and then we just ran away. I've never felt so guilty because it was like he's gonna fucking he's gonna be so scared. We're gonna get him so badly. Oh, but yeah, we were fully like pulling out the doors. Luckily, she had her doors uh, locked, which I'm very glad she did. There would have been, if I'd have gotten in that car, I think I might have just had to like kill myself in the car. I was like, nope, sorry. Wrong car. <laughs> just jump out as soon as she's going at a high speed. But yeah. Oh, ter- I think, because in my mind, I don't think it happened like this, but he was like, the, it wasn't the next, as I see the memory, he's like the car behind. <laughs> definitely wasn't the car behind. He was like half the street away, but saw us running to that the yeah. car to the point where he didn't know it was us because we've had our hoods up. and we, So the bit would have worked, <laughs> but wrong car. So yeah, that we light, lightened the mood with uh, <laughs> yeah. that little bit before. Undeterred by being turned down by Na- Nancy for mm-hmm. a ride. He kept on attempting to enter people's houses, eventually landing on David and Teresa Wallen. With David at work, three-month pregnant Teresa was taking the trash out when Chase slipped into the house. He shot her three times. Once in the hand was a defense, which was like a defensive wound. Yeah, but that went. When she... That shot went right up her arm, oh. out of her elbow, and into her neck. And then he shot her twice in the head. Yeah, it was luckily it was a like a quick execution because what's about to happen now is definitely the worst thing we've said on this show. Yeah, I mean, I thought that Anthony Arkwright stuff was pretty bad. Oh, I suppose. He yeah, was that bad. Was, that was bad. That was bunting bad. But it wasn't. <laughs> there was body bunting. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but it, I don't, I, this one, when I was reading it, I was like, oh Ooh, yeah, it's this is this, this is. Spend my Monday afternoon. <laughs> well, reading this, oh no, it's intense. Like I, I've had this in my brain for such a long time as well. So, Chase dragged her body into the bedroom and left behind a big long streak of blood behind her. Two shots to the head and one in the hands. Mm. Gonna... He then raped her course whilst repeatedly stabbing her in like different places. He then cut open from her sternum to her belly button, and then across her stomach, and then lifted out the folds he then removed all of her organs it's like stabbing certain ones except the kidneys which he removed and then he placed back the inside after he finished like getting the bucket that he took from there and then filled the bucket with blood that was pooling in her stomach cavity and then took it to the bathroom to bathe in it he then sliced off her nipple using a yogurt pot took the um, blood that would because he also sliced her neck that was dripping from there and like used that to drink the blood he then took it one step further into the most disgusting just what's the word I can't degradation like it's the most degrading degrading yeah yeah. where he went outside and picked up a pile of dog feces which he then shoved into her like mouth and throat yeah fuck he then, um, after doing that, this is how much the the duality of because this guy is insane because he was wear he was wearing gloves at the time of doing this, but that was the only measure because he was in there for a while. He then literally walked because he was doing this around the corner, really from his house. Walked to his car, drove home, and just sat and watched television. Yeah, I was. I don't get that. 
also don't get how he didn't have how he had the time to do all that. Oh like, yeah, because her husband had just left as well. Yeah. Oh, I kind of want to have something to alleviate, but yeah, I, I really don't. There's a brief mention of puppies at the start of this next section. Yeah, but please don't let that illuminate <laughs> anything because, as we know from his past, he's already killed several dogs. Yeah, so two days after that brutal murder, he purchased two bu- puppies from a neighbour only to kill them so that he could drink the blood and then leave them on his neighbour's front lawn. He then also called them up and said what he'd done to them. Yeah. Why did no one, like... Yeah, why didn't they report that? I think because they, then they hadn't found the dog... Yeah, so if you're getting those calls, you just think it's a crazy weird drug guy because he, he looked fucking insane. Yeah. It was, um, then he entered the house of Evelyn Mirath, who was babysitting her 22-year-old nephew, but also in the house were her, her six-year-old son, Jason, and also Dan Meredith, who had come over to collect Jason to go because they were going to go out, like, skiing together, mm, I yeah, believe. Was... Uh, so Evelyn was first, like, he chased, entered the house walked to the bathroom and then shot Evelyn straight in the head, like point blank, dead straight away. She then, her six-year-old son entered the room. He did the same, walked up between the eyes, shot Shot. him dead. He then went downstairs and as he was like downstairs, David came through the front door. He waited for him to close the door and from again appeared and shot him between the eyes. After, at this stage, we walked up to deal with Evelyn, he walked after hearing the like the baby crying. He walks into a room to find the twenty-two month-year-old David, like in his crib or bed, and then yeah. he placed the gun and then shot him against the bed because they found the bullet lodged inside of the crib. After shooting the twenty-two month-year-old, he then proceeded to return to the bathroom, where he took Evelyn, dragged her into the bedroom, and then turned her over. It was at this point where he proceeded to stab her multiple times in the anus before sodomizing the wound. After this brutal attack, he then turned her back over and proceeded to cut her and stab her in several other locations, stopping to momentarily to drink bloods from the wound. After proceeding to do the same thing he had done, open, opening her stomach up like Teresa's, he then removed the organs and proceeded to stab them again, the same t- at the same time leaving the kidneys unstabbed for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, medical examiners noted that there was an inordinate amount of semen in the corpse as well. That's, that says a lot. But Chase's depraved acts didn't stop there. He then proceeded to take David's little body to the bathroom where he split open his skull, ate some of his brain matter before emptying out the rest of it into the sink. It was at this point where he was startled by the neighbour girl who had come to meet Jason for a playdate. After waiting it out, the girl went away, and then he proceeded to take the keys to David's uh, car, and right. then just left. Dan's car. Dan. Oh, David's car. There. David's the baby. <laughs> David's the baby. Oh, He's God. just driving around in this little... Like, <laughs> little he did just with those plastic cars. Actually, I... I is Richard chasing that? <laughs> yes, this bright orange parker is bright yellow and red car. A dead corpse oh. over his shoulder. In a... God, yeah. After the girl left, he grabbed David's body... And then, using Dan Mer- Meredith's car, drove back to his apartment. We didn't drive back to his apartment. He left the car abandoned yeah. and then walked to his place. 
uh, in his hurry, Chase managed to leave like handprints and uh, shoe prints around in uh, in Evelyn's blood because he took uh, the yeah apparently because the blood was there was so much, much blood <laughs> it was literally a perfect oh thing. yeah it was everywhere believe it or not police were alert to the fact that it could be Richard their suspect could be Richard Chase by Nancy Holden five days after the attack at the Meredith nine uh, Marinith house yeah this is because of her yeah engagement with him with yeah with him being previously. In the street, asking if her boyfriend, if she was there when her boyfriend died in the crash. And the police finally did the good thing here, and, and you know, ran checks and found the gun they were looking for registered to him. Yeah, and they also found all of his stays in mental health facilities <laughs> and all yeah. his complaints about that he'd had all the sh- other shit he'd been doing. And then the police went to question him, and he refused. So they <laughs> waited outside of his apartment for him to leave. At which point he left with a bloodstained box containing <laughs> the gun, as well as blood-soaked items of clothing. But they literally, what happened was they knocked on the door. They were like, "Well, nothing's there." They went to the apartment manager. She went into the build the room next to next to it. She listened in at the wall. <laughs> I like to think with a glass. <laughs> like, she was like, "I can hear movement." So then they're like, they phoned up there. So the detectives are there because all the detectives on this case were like brand new, fresh detectives. They were like, this was their, the guy, the lead detective on the case. It was like, he'd been in a detective for like five months when he got this. And he wasn't even on like homicide. He was just on like doing like, he was, I can't even think what it's called. Like, oh God, what's the term? Like when you, like almost like a fill in detective for when like, right. miscellaneous things, yeah. he was on the miscellaneous squad. And yeah, he got this, but because of the detective, and I cannot remember his name, hopefully I'll find it before we finish, uh, he was the person that was went to seminars and then learned about profiling, and then using the profiling, they made this match, which and all the things on it matched Richard Chase. But also the FBI are like big into claiming that it was, that it was them, <laughs> and it was like the Sacramento PD. <laughs> Yeah, so when when they finally when he finally left the apartment and they went, all right, we're gonna search you now because that looks suspicious. Oh, but also, oh, sorry, I needed to say this on the ID documentary that I watched. That was one I was oh, telling yeah. you about. They interviewed the lead detective, and he was like, "When I saw these crimes, I thought when I see Richard, I'm gonna shoot him. I'm just gonna kill him and like it." And then when he came out of his apartment, they tackled it. When he threw the bloody box, they tackled him, and he was wrestling around because one of them came out and they hit him with the butt of his gun. And he was like, oh, he knocked him down. Then the lead tech went to grab him. And the like, rest of the officer said that he couldn't get a hold of him because he was just like flailing around and <laughs> covered in his blood and sweat mixture. And he was trying to reach for the... Because he had his gun holster on because he always had his holsters wearing. And he had like he tried to pull it out from the holster, but then they managed to like arrest him beforehand. <laughs> Fucking crazy. But he was also carrying... Dan Meredith's wallet at the time, which because just... he's not a he's not a smart man. No, he is a, he's a very ill ill man. At which point, yeah, they they decided to search his apartment. The whole place was soaked in blood. Oh, God, imagine that smell. It's gonna be disgusting. With a blender, was still with remnants of rotten internal organs, and in the fridge they found parts of David's the twenty-two-month-old child baby even his some of his brains in a tupperware container as well as 
other body parts, another part of the body um, from Evelyn and Teresa and her their internal organs wrapped up. And then in 1979, he stood trial on counts of six murders, but to avoid the death penalty, they tried to plead insanity, which... I'm fucking amazed that they did not get insanity. How? How? I do not know. They said it was the gloves. It literally was the gloves. The fact that he put on gloves was the only thing. He was not trying to cover up the cases. He was walking around trying to get into people's houses in a bright yellow orange parka, sorry. And he was going around the same areas and people kept seeing him. They saw him. He was just walking around not trying to hide the fact. But yeah, he's a... I can't, can't really believe that he was found not wasn't found not guilty on reason or insanity because he should definitely have spent his his life in a secure facility. Yeah, but this is when he was sentenced to death by gas chamber. So maybe the Nazis were after him after all that. Holy shit. Do you even think about that? What, what a it. round this... circle. I didn't know they were still well, using the gas chamber. Me in neither. The, in... in the fucking 80s. Well, it's 97, but... He was held on death row in San Quentin and became feared presence in the prison with the other inmates because they all became aware of the nature of his crime. Oh, yeah, you kill that baby. Yeah, you don't want anything to do with him. And according to prison officers, they when I say they, I'm not sure if it was the inmates or the prison officers themselves, to be honest, I don't really care which ones. But they tried to convince him to commit suicide. Oh yeah, that was no, that was the inmates. They were they basically they egged him on at the end because they yeah. knew he had. They would also like throw. They would like get, collect their pee and throw their pee at him and stuff like that. Yeah, they uh, he he saved up for his load of his antipsychotics, and then boom, boom, yeah, committed suicide on December twenty sixth, nineteen eighty. Oh, three years after his mother wouldn't invite him to Christmas. And uh, yeah, that was the fucking deplorable case of Richard yeah. Trenton Chase. One more thing, though, he did claim in interviews that it was the Nazis that were Nazi UFOs that were trying to were forcing him to do the killings, and he he asked for a rear gun so that he could catch them and make them stand trial for the murders instead. <laughs> and, he was trying to hide the fact that he wasn't eaten in prison because he believed the prison officers were in league with the Nazis and attempting to kill him. Oh, he, yeah, he's one of the worst people. Yeah, he is, but he was ever. also so, so, so ill. Oh, definitely, yeah. Because, uh, yeah, we didn't mention it before, but like one of the things that people have like said that he might have... And something that I first saw on Scrubs, which is Catard syndrome, which they say is like walking corpse syndrome. It's where you think you're dead or you're missing organs or things like that, which he definitely not diagnosed, but there's that's what he had. Yeah. But then there's also Renfield syndrome, which is obviously named from the Dracula thing, the guy. And it's when you drink is the obsession for drinking blood, and there's like three stages. Which is the first stage is you drink your own blood. Second stage is you drink animals' blood. Then the third one is when you drink Drinks humans' blood. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he should have definitely been diagnosed with that one. Uh, yeah. I don't know if that, I don't know if that's in the whole that dictionary. What's it called? Like the DS five. 
don't think Renfield syndrome's in there, but Qatar's definitely is. And the paranoid schizophrenia <laughs> that he also had. But yeah, it's it's crazy. Because then I watched lots of the documentary. They said they cause the whole big thing was drugs definitely didn't help his uh, condition, but it was the underlying fact of being having all the schizophrenia that fucking yeah. you take acid and have schizophrenia like something is gonna go wrong something's gonna some switch is gonna get flipped mm-hmm. yeah Whew. have you got something nice to end on <laughs> I just wanna to... <laughs> 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 oh. no, I haven't got anything nice to end on I don't think well I mean, if, if anyone's really struggling go play a game of 50-50 on Reddit. Oh, it's our new favourite game. We were introduced I feel like we're really night. all... Like, we're really behind on this. Because I've never really used Reddit until recently. Yeah, no, I'm very new to Reddit. But this... Yeah, but yeah go, go play, play it. 50-50, got a... Yeah, R slash... 50-50. Where you spell it out. Oh, yeah. out. So, uh, until next time... Yeah, what we doing uh, next time? Uh, we are... Do- next week, we are doing... Yeah, so Vampire of Dusseldorf next week. Oh, next yeah, time. it's gonna be uh, just as Bloodfield, really. <laughs> Great. I think there's um, I think I don't know if the just if he was no, that's Chikatilo who was chewing on uh, uteruses. This, but he uh, Kurt didn't. He definitely did some bad things. I can't remember <laughs> exactly what right now, but it's not it's not fun. It'll be equally as uh, gruesome. Yeah, it's not for the faint of heart. No, no, it's definitely these next few couple that we're doing aren't. So yeah. Uh, uh, if you want to contact us anyway, you can reach us at 109gmail.com. Any, anything. Uh, yeah, anything. Any, any suggestions? You want to tell a story? Yeah. Drop us a message on Instagram. Instagram uh, at 109 Ocean Avenue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So thanks a lot. Cool. Catch you next time. See you If you're going to do something, do it well. And leave something witchy. Leave a sign to let the world know that you were there. Have a good day.